0: this is the corporate shadow i'm dr ryan giffen a professor and human resources coach helping employees and bosses build stronger meaningful productive relationships an overwhelming number of employees report that companies are pushing them to their limits requiring availability beyond work hours thus causing concern for complete worker burnout join me as I discuss four ways on how to tell your boss you're on the brink of burnout. If you listen to episode 40, we shared in that episode on how to deal with work overload. So this introduction is going to sound very similar uh, for the first three or four minutes. And then I'll get into four ways on how you can tell your boss that you're on the brink Of burnout. So I encourage you to go back one episode to episode 40 and listen to the 15 minute show on dealing with work overload before going on to this one. In 2020, the world changed in various unexpected ways, which forced people into lockdowns and interrupting the normalcy we once knew. Besides living with the fear of COVID 19 infections, people also had to adapt to the new realm. Virtual collaboration and work. Although not a novelty, work from home was the emergency response to in person contacts becoming dangerous. Most companies introduced telework. And even though not all of them had remote work policies and regulations, they still did it. And as a result, the shift to this form of work was abrupt in many cases, which left employees quite confused with even more tasks than they can handle. Despite all the benefits, telework also makes it easy to blur the line between working hours and leisure time. Moreover, employees often find themselves feeling pressured to be available at all times and prove their productivity and commitment. Indeed, workers were already dealing with more stress and anxiety than ever before 2020, But the pandemic exasperated these issues, adding additional strain on the workforce. A recent study shows that 85% of employees experience high levels of burnout, and 41% report a decline in work-life balance. An overwhelming number of employees reports that companies are pushing them to their limits, requiring availability beyond work hours. Thus, Causing concern for complete worker burnout. Here's an alarming statistic that should scare the hell out of you. Three quarters of a million people die from work-related diseases and long working hours. Three quarters of a million people die because of their jobs. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? An overwhelming number of employees reports that companies are pushing them to their limits, requiring availability beyond working hours. And because of that, teleworkers, teleworkers, remote workers, put in more hours than if they were in the office. In fact, teleworkers put an average of six hours of unpaid overtime a week. For free, whereas on-site workers put in 3.6 hours on average. And take it from me, folks, as as a professor who went from teaching in-class modality courses in the classroom face-to-face to to having to shift during the pandemic to 100% remote online learning, it was more work for me at the same rate of pay to build an online course that was effective that met the learning objectives etc and engaging to the students it took a heck of a lot of hours i can't even tell you whereas just showing up to the classroom in person into the office so what do we do what do we do well There's a lot of different things we can do. One thing you can do is quit and go find an organization that is more in line with your values and what you're looking for. But before you do that, let's have a discussion with our boss. Let's have a discussion with our boss, and I'm going to help you do that with four tips. Four tips on how you can tell your boss, I'm on the brink of burnout. All right. So tip number one on on how to tell your boss that you're on the brink of burnout is to clarify what you're going through. Number one, clarify what you are going through. Warn your boss what you want to discuss and set a meeting up to avoid making them feel they're being ambushed. Adopt a productive approach to the conversation and explain that reaching out wasn't an easy decision, but it's critical to tackle the issue at hand. That way, you're more likely to entice empathy and encourage your boss's receptiveness. Clarify what you're going through and the symptoms that you are experiencing in the workplace. Instead of explicitly saying you're stressed out, explain that you're feeling overwhelmed with the number of assignments you have. Note that while it didn't used to be a problem, it's getting too difficult for you to handle all the deadlines and to stay efficient. Your boss must understand what changed and what's causing challenges as that'll allow them to understand you're the same But the scope of your tasks surpasses your time and capabilities. Number two, acknowledge the impact of your burnout. Acknowledge the impact of your burnout. When employees are near to feeling burned out, they often shows in their behavior including the relationships with managers and coworkers, and the work quality. Be confident about acknowledging that the stress might have affected your team or even the project results. Take responsibility for the impact of your work overload and apologize if that caused any trouble for your boss or the company. However, don't say sorry. Do not say sorry for feeling overwhelmed. Just admit, admit that that might have affected people around you. But don't apologize. When you take this approach, you're showing a sign of goodwill, you're you're triggering sympathy, and it encourages your boss to take responsibility for their part of the problem. Because it's not solely on you. Number three... Avoid complaints and accusations. Avoid complaints and accusations. You have to avoid making your appeal sound like you're accusing your boss of nearly burning you out. Because of that, choose the right timing and talk when calm and feeling ready for a constructive conversation. Exclude emotions from the meeting, especially if your boss isn't particularly empathetic and prepare yourself for your employer potentially acting defensive or even not understanding the core issue. It's why you should make it very clear that you're not blaming anyone. Instead, say that you need help because you love your job and want to restore the quality of your performance without impacting your well-being. Again, say that you need help because you love your job and you want to restore the quality of your performance. Your boss will see that you're, you're not only reaching out, but that you're ready to suggest solutions. You are suggesting solutions, which then leads me to the final tip, which is offer potential solutions. Even if they know what the conversation will be about, your employer could feel confused and fearful they don't know how to help you. So think about what you need, what you need to feel better and enjoy your work again before setting up the meeting. Consider whether a more flexible schedule will help you, a reduction of work assignments, or maybe extending deadlines could alleviate this stress. Or perhaps you need more resources or different kinds of projects. I don't know. You come up with those solutions. What do you need? Come prepared with those solutions and show that the meeting is goal-oriented. You have an action plan in place so you meet that goal. Expose the problem. Offer solutions. Your boss will appreciate this, they'll appreciate that you are being proactive, and that you know what could help you be happy in the workplace again. In conclusion, workplaces of the 21st century continue to be increasingly stressful, but the COVID-19 pandemic intensified this issue, folks and many workers had to work longer hours to compensate for the layoffs and hiring freezes in the workplace. Others felt that they should go the extra mile to help their companies, pushing themselves over the edge in the process. And for what? You know, some some have this, this stress, this unbearable stress coexisting with a virus in a global pandemic. And so they're trying to adjust to this new reality. So no wonder, no wonder why it's so easy to understand why so many employees are burned out. If you look at the hospitality industry sector alone, you see that employees are not wanting to return to the industry Restaurants are short staffed. Hotels are short staffed. It's hard to find quality workers in these industries, not because of just not paying really great wages, though that's part of the issue. It's because they are burned out. They're tired. They're asking themselves, is it really worth it for me to get yelled at by a guest who doesn't understand what I am going through? I show up to work, I smile. I'm checking guests in, I'm checking guests out. And because someone's room isn't ready by 3.01 p.m., I literally have a guest screaming and cursing at me, thinking that the world revolves around that individual. And so I quit. I am out of here. I am going to go work somewhere else, somewhere in an industry where I don't have to deal with that. If you are that person, if you are that person, whether in the hospitality industry or not, try taking these four steps seriously. And if you still are finding that you are overworked, that you are stressed, and struggling, then it's time to identify your true core values. Your individual core values, as Brene Brown encourages us to do, is to choose one maximum, two values that you will live by. Mine are curiosity and making a difference. Every decision I make, every decision I make in the professional realm revolves around those two core values, and if I am offered a consulting project or offered an assignment or whatever it may be in the workplace... That does not align to my core values of curiosity and making a difference. Guess what? I'm out. I'm out. I don't do it. I say no. It doesn't align with my personal values. It doesn't align with my strengths. I can't do it. Sorry about it, but not doing it. Setting those boundaries. Live within your values. And you live within your values by finding a job or an industry or a company that aligns with your personal core values so that you mesh together, you don't mold and change for anybody, and you stay true to you. The Corporate Shadow is produced by InnoSpire, Inc., The views expressed in The Corporate Shadow does not reflect the opinions or views of California State University, Long Beach. For The Corporate Shadow, I'm Dr. Ryan Giffen. See you next time.